0: The epistle to the Romans that um, has started with the fact that everyone sins, everybody is involved in it. And we've not been reading every single day. Maybe you have on your own kept up with that reading, um, the back and forth. But now he's getting to what Paul sees in the crucifixion of Jesus the the gospel accounts of Jesus crucifixion don't really say much about what it does for anybody it it describes the crucifixion as being an event that happens and Jesus says things from the cross he's taken off the cross he is then put in a grave and and then comes back to life 3 days later but there's very little reflection on like what is happening on the cross with God, with our sins, with all of humanity. And Paul is, is one of the first to write about what Jesus' death has done for everyone. And he talks about who Jesus died for um, at, the very right, at the right moment in human history, uh, which could be taken a bunch of different ways. The Roman Empire's expansion all over the the world, the fact that everybody spoke Greek and there was easy ways to get a message out that way, the fact that there was a road system that connected the whole world for easy travel or easier travel, which is a first in human history, all these things sort of are the perfect time for Jesus to be born, for someone to be born that dies for the unrighteous um he 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 points out that it wasn't while we were good that god sent jesus to die for us it is not it was not while we were doing wonderful things that jesus died for us jesus died for us while we were still sinners this is a this is one of paul's great assertions of how jesus death affects you and me that jesus did die for our sins he says that You know, for a really good person, like maybe your child or someone that's really exemplary, someone might die for them. Uh, Soldiers are often, you know, held up as examples of people who will give their life for others. But as Patton famously said, you don't win wars by dying for your country. You win wars by getting the other guy to die for his country. That's a, a rather cynical quote about war. But the idea that um soldiers give their life for their for for the country um but it's not something they want to do or and they certainly try to avoid death as much as possible uh other people are often seen as giving their life for others and yet to actually go to the courtroom and say this guy has got the death penalty and I want to take it in his place that is something that really doesn't happen that much in human history. And if it does, you're usually not allowed to do it. But that is in fact what Paul says Jesus did on the cross. He died for sinners in place of sinners, as a substitution for sinners. In in other words, we all should have died on that cross. And instead of us dying for eternity on that cross, having it over with, he died for us. And the idea that somebody died for you is, should be something that impels us to love in an even, even deeper way, um, to love Jesus and to follow him. The fact that he died for us. This, um, this is what gets people through tough times, to know that somebody loves you, that someone's willing to die for you, and someone already did die for you. Um, that's why Paul does link this to the fact that we endure We endure troubled times because it produces character. And if we have character produced in us, then hope is produced from that. There's a relationship between hardship, endurance, and character, and then hope. We often sort of want hope to happen before we endure, before we have any patience, before we go through the tough time. We want the hope right away, at least I do. I want to know everything's going to be fine the minute things get bad. And that's not really how the world works or life works. That's not even how God works. What works is for us to say, Jesus endured the suffering of the cross, and I can endure this because I know there's hope on the other side. Hope is something that comes after endurance. So if you're going through something today, know that the hope that you need is going to come after you endure It's not going to come up front. Most good things in life don't. But what Jesus did in his own life was to show that suffering, the suffering of Jesus on the cross, was for you, and your suffering is not in vain. You're part of that crucifixion. You are part of that suffering. Our suffering is connected with his suffering. And so we are not alone, even when we feel alone in our suffering.